What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast. We thank you guys for tuning in. Happy Saturday. Getting deep into the playoffs, the nitty-gritty of things as we're inching closer to the second round. Um, you know, I feel like Jokic right now. Everybody around me is falling, they're getting hurt, and I just have to carry things. <laughs> and that's what Brandon is doing today. He's playing injured. He's ADing this. Hopefully he lasts more than five minutes. So if you hear uh, what sounds like a dead goat or a horse, <laughs> it's Brandon's voice. So he's a little under the weather today, but we'll make it through. Partially blind, but that's okay. He just needs his voice today. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know where to start. To be honest with you, I'm. Well, I'm curious. What was our picks? Well, I chose the Blazers I, in I, six. Right. Did I choose the Nuggets in seven? I Is think that you chose I... the Nuggets in six or seven. Yes. Okay. So I was I was right again. Uh, of course. I mean, yeah. it's a surprise. Well, but yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because like <laughs> I was going over it last night. I was talking to his name's comedian on Twitter, but I don't know what his, his real name is. But uh, we were going back and forth, and he's like. Didn't you pick the Nuggets to lose this series? Because like I'm, I'm previewing, talk about the Sun series, which I of course think they'll lose. And he's like, didn't you think they're gonna lose the last series? And I was <laughs> like, well, yeah. And then I thought about it, and I was like, did I even think they were gonna beat the Jazz or Clippers last year? And I don't think I did. No, I think, you, I sh- I think you, you picked against the I've, guys ch- I've chosen year. to lose every series, um, except for the Portland, the the first year that they made it back. I, th- I thought they were going to – I picked them to beat San Antonio, and I thought they were going to beat the Blazers, and that obviously mm. didn't happen. So now I think I'm just scarred. Um, plus, I'm just negative. Like, that's just me. Okay, so I just always expect failure and the worst. But, no, I really do think they're going to lose this time. But they win, and it was it's in the most Nuggets fashion, right? They're getting their head kicked in. They're down 14. It's in the third quarter. You're like, this is, this is just Nug life. They're com- – they want to go to Game 7. They would have it no other way than to go to Game 7 in the final minute, and that's how they want to settle this. Mm-hmm. But then Jokic was like, eh, why not? I'll turn it on. And he did. And Monte Morris played excellent uh, to really close out the series. He didn't have a great start to the series, but to close out the series, I mean, 28 points in Game 5, and then 22, I think, he had in Game 6. Um, Austin Rivers... Came up with a big three again down the stretch. Um, you know, obviously MPJ, who we can talk about a little bit, had an amazing half. We saw an MPJ half, but like MPJ does, after he starts off hot, he just goes completely missing. And I think part of that was, you know, Portland just saying, okay, you're not going to beat us. Um, and then, you know, shading the defense to him, but him also not being aggressive. But I. I'm shocked. I didn't expect them to win this series. I thought it was an even uh, an even playing field with Portland and the Nuggets missing Barton, Murray, and Dozier. But I disrespected the MVP, and he put the team on his back. He scored 30-plus points. I think he averaged – I saw Blackburn tweeted out. He was at – let me find the tweet. For the series, he was 50-40-90, uh, I'm pretty sure. Let's see, where was it at? Why can't I find it? But he was at 50, 40, 90, and he averaged like 32 points per game, 11 rebounds, and 4 assists, which is just insane. And I don't know why I doubt him, but he got it. He got it through, and the Nuggets are moving on. It's it's incredible, really. 
Yeah, and it's funny because before, you know, when we were talking about who would we rather see, Portland or, or Dallas, I told you, well, I think Portland's the better matchup for Denver. Uh, but I think they're the more dangerous team. And we saw that exactly in this series. Uh, they didn't have an answer for Jokic. Um, Jokic got Nurkic in foul trouble, which always happens. Every time. Um, and the Nuggets have a lot of really good defenders that they could throw at Dame and CJ. And so that's why when you look at a team like Portland who's so guard-centric, I've always thought the Nuggets did so well against those teams. Like, they didn't have, like, to me, they didn't have a wing guy that I thought would kill the Nuggets. Um, I, I like Norman Powell. Uh, I just I didn't think he could do it every night, which was true. Um, so I think when you looked at... I, I think for me, when I when I looked at the two teams between Portland and, and Dallas, I just thought the Nuggets, they had the defenders that could at least slow down Dame. And historically, too, Malone has done a good job of, of kind of game planning against Portland. And the other part of it, too, was I just didn't think they had anyone to guard Jokic. Uh, as good as Nurkic is sometimes, there's just no way he could stick with them. And then once you get past Nurkic, there was no one else. Uh, I mean, Cantor was awful. So, you know, it, it's not just about, well, how, okay, well, we got to stop Dame. Yeah, but they got to stop Jokic. And I think a lot of people are forgetting <laughs> how good Jokic is. And also, there's not a lot of teams that have guys that can defend Jokic. Um you know, we saw it last year in the playoffs. The, as great as Gobert is, could not stop Jokic. Couldn't even slow him down. Um, as, you know, the, the Clippers had no answer for, for Jokic. Uh, the Lakers did. And that was the biggest reason why they won that series was because they had an answer for Jokic. So when I looked at Portland, I just said, well, they don't have an answer for Jokic. And if, if they don't have an answer for Jokic, they're going to have to double him. And if they double him, they're going to get torched by everyone else. So and, and they didn't double him. They refused because they didn't want to get torched by everyone else. And funny enough, they got torched by everyone else anyways because they're not a good defensive team. So it's just it was a it was a good matchup for the Nuggets. And and when I said like when when Jamal went down, it took the Nuggets from favorites in my mind that it didn't matter who they played. They should they should be any team in the West because I thought they were the best team with Jamal Murray. Uh, even, I mean, hindsight 2020, but even better than the Lakers because the Lakers have had issues all year long, whatever, right? But I thought that was the collision course. I thought it was going to be the Lakers and the Nuggets in the conference finals if everyone was healthy. Uh, and I thought the Nuggets had a good shot to win that. When Jamal went down, what it turned back into was two years ago. Okay, who do the Nuggets match up best against? Because, yeah, we got Jokic, and we know what he's going to do every night. He's going to give you that every single night. But guess what? When Jamal Murray put up at least, I, I can't remember the stat, but I think it was when he scored at least 25, the Nuggets were undefeated in the playoffs two years ago. Um, And so... In my mind, it was like, okay, well, it's all about matchups, and it's all about MPJ. If if MPJ gives you 25, you should be able to win. Uh, and it, it wasn't quite like that. It was more so 
the guards that just played great. Composa was incredible. Uh, Austin Rivers was outstanding a couple games. Um, it was more about the guards than it was about MPJ, except for, I believe, just the last two games uh, that MPJ had. But that kind of also turned the series, because once he had that great first half in game six, I just, it, it wasn't, it was enough to kind of take the blow from, from Portland to where it was like, okay, it's an even playing field. Now Jokic can take us home. So um, just all in all, I, I, I'm not really surprised that the Nuggets won the series because I just think it was a really good matchup for, for Denver. And there was a couple of people, I believe Matt Moore said it too, where, uh, you know, he's, he thought that it was a bad matchup for the Nuggets. And I just, I, I really didn't get, get it. And I was right. I, I, it was just a really good matchup for the Nuggets. It worked out. He, Jokic literally made Cantor unplayable. Oh yeah, it they, was ridiculous. After game, I think two, they just they just could not put Cantor out there because anytime they saw him, it was give the ball to Jokic and he just couldn't do anything. He he absolutely obliterated him. And Nurkic, while you're like, okay, well he did a solid job. Um, Jokic, according to where was it? I think it was Matt Moore, um, put it out. Jokic shot like something like sixty or seventy percent on twos versus Nurkic. So well, it's Nurkic isn't that great of a defender. No, but I mean he's a bigger body. He can at least make it tough on Jokic. But even then Jokic still cooked him. Like Jokic, I found the tweet. It's from Andy well, Glockner. He cooked him 2 years ago. Why, right. Why did anyone think anything was going to be different right. when Jokic is 10 times better and Nurkic is the same? Yeah, it's it's not even a comparison. Like the they they chose the right big yeah, one thousand percent. Could you not imagine even if they would have traded Jokic? Uh, devastating. Woo! I would have well, been. Hey, you know what? If Jokic was with Dame, they would have won a championship. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I mean, you look at what Jokic did. He averaged thirty-three, ten and a half, four and a half on fifty-three percent shooting, forty-three percent from three, ninety-two percent from the free throw line. That is insane. Absolutely insane. And and and. The thing that gets overshadowed with Dame's 55-point performance, which was, I mean, it was incredible. Um, the guy just couldn't miss. But well, Jokic in that game had 38, 11, 9, and 4 blocks. Yeah. <laughs> like, but no one's going to remember that because it's Dame's 55 points. But Jokic, similar to just how he is as a player, he's just kind of like, meh, I'll just do, do weird things. And then you look at the box score and you're like, when did he put that on there when did he make those numbers Jokic is so good that I saw a list the other day um he is creeping into the top 10 in postseason points per game average he's now number 11 at 26 points per game behind Steph Curry at 10 uh George Gervin Elgin Baylor Anthony Davis Donovan Mitchell LeBron James Jerry West Kevin Durant Allen Iverson and Michael Jordan that's that's the company oh. he's in He's averaging more points than Hakeem Olajuwon, more than Damian Lillard, the guy we just saw, more than the late great Kobe Bryant, uh, Bob Pettit, Dominique Wilkins, Dirk Nowitzki, Rick Barry, Carl Malone, Russell Westbrook. Like he's ahead of those guys, and it's just, it, I, I just don't know what to say about him anymore. He's it's, just so you know, good. <laughs> I just have this weird feeling that like. Okay, 
what what do we always say? The best player will win the series, right? Yes. Right now, Nikola Jokic is the best player in the league. I mean, he, the way he the way he's playing, he might he's be playing the best, the, player. The, the best ball of anybody left in the playoffs. I'll, I'll give yeah, you that. Right. Right. Well, that's what I mean. So, if he continues this, I, I just Devin Booker's a close is, second, though. I, I would say Luca is second. Luca has been ridiculous. That's that's, um, that's true. That's true too. <laughs> Luca has been unbelievable. Uh, but what Yoki? But it's not just the scoring, and you know, there's a lot of guys in the league that can that can get 30 and, and give you six or seven assists, but the six or seven assists, it's it's more of just like a kick out, right? Like a kick out to a corner three or, yes. or something like that. It's passes that you and I can make. Right. Nikola Jokic makes everyone better. And and so, like, you, you look at Dame, right? He put up 55. He also had 10 assists. But that those 10 assists weren't necessarily making his teammates better. Now, was he getting his teammates open shots? Yes. So I guess in a way, yes, that is making him better. But it's not it's not like what Jokic does. What Jokic does is much like what LeBron did or, or does. Uh, it's a lot like what Magic did. And Nash, so you're, kid. Steve Nash, right. But he's also giving you 26 a night. <laughs> Or in, in this year, 30, what, whatever, 34 a night or He's whatever. He's at like 30 plus points per game right now. Yeah. So that's where, and we'll talk about this Phoenix uh, series in a little bit, but that's where I just have a weird feeling that it's just his year. And even though Jamal Murray is out, I could, because I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like Jamal Murray isn't a good player. Like Jamal Murray, they don't need Jamal Murray, you know? But what Jokic does, it it he doesn't. He he doesn't need Jamal Murray right now. Because he's making everyone else better. Uh... And and so it's just a look, and I've said it before, you can make up Jamal's twenty four and four. You can. Right? Yes. You got you got guys that can do that. Where it's gonna matter is five minutes to go, hmm. and that's where you know I said if the Nuggets lose to Portland, that's why it's because they don't have anyone that can hit shots late in the game. Jokic was one of them. Uh, Austin Rivers was I think the, really the main other that just nailed shots with five three to five minutes to go. I mean he was ridiculous in this series. And if you have that, I'm. I don't know how you beat the Nuggets right now. I, I don't because because if you double Jokic, you're gonna get torched. If you single coverage him, well, he's gonna get your best center in foul trouble. And then what? He's gonna cook the other guy. So it's a weird. It just feels. Like it's just one of those. Th- Remember when in two thousand seven, when LeBron took the the Pee Wee Squad to the finals? That's what it feels like. But this team is, but this team is better than those guys. The Weenie Hut Junior. Like I'll take Austin Rivers over Booby Gibson. You know, <laughs> I'll I'll take Composo over Mo Williams. Like come on. So it just it feels, and obviously MPJ. 
it just feels like it's that one of those years. And how crazy would it be if Nuggets came out of the West without Jamal Murray? I think that just validates how great Nikola Jokic is. Um, and look, we'll we'll get to the Phoenix series, yeah. and we'll we'll make our pick. But it just—I'm not saying I'm going to pick Denver. It just—it like my my everything in me is telling me Phoenix is going to beat them in five. But it's just that one little weird feeling, and like the pit of my stomach, like. It just feels like Jokic is going to get them there. Well, and they've shown you time and time again. Why would you doubt us? Why? Well, and it's, why are you doubting me? You can you can say we're not going to do it, but then we're going to do it. Okay, they, they they just that's just this team in a nutshell. They are tough. You know, uh, a lot of times I I liken you know when Tom Brady playing him as a you know as a Broncos fan when you play him. He's like the villain in the scary movie that doesn't die. You think you <laughs> shot him in the head, and he, he he's not he gets up, and then you shoot him again, and you're like, now he's definitely dead. But then he gets back up, and you're like, how do you kill this guy? That is Nikola Jokic. You shoot him, you punch him, you throw him into the sea filled with crocodiles. And, or you need Dwight Howard. <laughs> or oh, Exactly. Or you need Dwight Howard. <laughs> and he comes out every time, and you're like, why do you not die? Go home. Go go to Sambor and take care of your horses. Like, just go away. And he just doesn't. Um, I was watching Jamal's 50-point highlight game last night against Utah. And, of course, they could use him. There's, right. There's no – we're not saying at all that the Nuggets couldn't use Jamal because if, – if, if Jamal Murray was healthy, they'd be the championship favorites and they would win the title. I think they'd be going to the finals, yes. I agree with you. If this team was fully healthy – I'll even say if they if they was just say Will still got hurt and PJ still got I still think they come out of the West, oh, yeah. um, but without Jamal it's just exceedingly hard. But I'm there with you now. My head says there's no way they they beat the Suns. The Suns are rolling right now. Devin Booker has elevated his game. Uh, DeAndre Ayton has elevated his games in, in ways I didn't even think was possible. Um, but then I just I'm. <laughs> Like you, it's just that that tiny feeling of like, are you sure you want to doubt us again? Like, are you right. sure? And it's like, well, yes, because everything says you're not supposed to win. And then you look at the entire Nuggets playoff history in the Jokic era, and it's like, we probably shouldn't win this game. We win the t- we win the tough games, and we lose the games we should win. And that's just them. Um, but he's just insane. And I, I want to get to this quote from Damian Lillard because there's still a lot of people if there's MVP thing is still a thing. Like it's still, there's still people out there that want to discredit him. Uh, one of them being Joy Taylor, who's on, um, undisputed or not undisputed, uh, Colin Coward's show. She thinks CP three is the, the MVP. And I'm just Which like, is ridiculous. I'm like, well, okay. I, I was watching it and she said, uh, them beating the Lakers validates that. I'm like, excuse me, but. They won. They did not win because of Chris Paul. No, they they won because of Devin freaking Booker. And That's DeAndre why Aiden. they won. And DeAndre Aiden. Yeah, those two played out of their minds. And then I would say a close third was Jay Crowder. He had a terrible start to the series, but then he came on late in the series. Yeah. Nowhere now, Chris Paul. Now he he had moments, but I mean, listen, he's no not one, the reason. Come on, no, there's no way he and she wants to give it to him they because of a lifetime achievement award in her eyes. Well, they they would have beat the Lakers without Chris Paul in the series. 
Um, they didn't need him. Yeah. He he yeah. he didn't he barely played. They didn't need him. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um and he wasn't himself. Now granted he looked healthier as the series went on, but still it's just like that's still a thing. Like at first it was, oh, well, his record, his team's record isn't good. And then the Nuggets started to win. It's oh well, uh, you know, he's he's you know, it's whatever excuse you could cook up. Uh let's see him do it in the playoffs. Let oh now Jamal's gone. Uh, now he doesn't have this guy, so surely he won't keep this up. And he just keeps winning and doing it and surpassing your expectation. And they asked Damian Lillard after the game um, about Jokic's MVP case, and this is what he said. I've seen a lot of him, obviously being in the same division, being a Western Conference team. I think he is the MVP. He's played every game. He does everything for their team. I think we got a front row seat to that in this series. He's making threes. He's scoring on the block. He's scoring at the free throw line. He's getting to the free throw line. He's making other guys better. Like I said, he's everything for them. I think if it was any year a guy like him and what he does for that team to lead his team to a championship, it would be this year because of how open it is. There's no favorite, at least in my eyes. I feel like anybody can go get it done. But that's from Damian Lillard. Like He got a front row seat, and he's saying, listen, it's this guy. It's this guy right here. Because, again, you look at the Nuggets, they're without their second-best player. They're without their fourth-best scorer on the team in Will Barton. They're without P.J. Dozier, who is arguably one of their most important role players outside of Monte Morris. Okay, you're down all of those guys. And, again, he's playing with a 30-year-old rookie who's never played in the NBA before. Okay, who's undersized. He nuts 90% of the time. Right. Uh, (laughs) Austin Rivers, who was on the couch for two months. Two. He was out of the league. And, and then you bring in a guy like Shaq Harrison, who didn't play much in this series, but who was cut, uh, you know, a month or two, three months ago, whatever it was, uh, by the Jazz. He was an honor roster. That's the Nuggets starting backcourt. And Marcus Howard, a two-way guy, a two-way <laughs> player, who's a rookie as well. And somehow, Nikola Jokic, uh, all, all the while, right, that his, his second best player now is a 22-year-old kid who's in his second run in the playoffs. Doesn't know what to do. (laughs) Right. But at the end of the day, it's still Jokic in crunch time, waving his big arms, telling, you stand there, Monte, sit here, I'll be back. Uh, PJ, or not PJ, uh, Aaron Gordon, go hide in that corner. Compazzo, shut up and go, go sit over there. Everybody just shut up and let me do this. And that's what it is, every time. And it's the two-man game, and granted, it's not Jamal and Jokic two-man game. But Monte freaking Morris was huge in that two-man game. He, man. He made I, them pay when they took Jokic, and when they blitzed him, he gave it to Jokic. He was sensational. In that. I want to I want to formally apologize to Monte when I said that he couldn't run that two-man game with him. He was... He absolutely can. He was awesome. Um, and now, I, I don't... I don't believe that he can do it every night, so... You well, know, he's I'm not the throw. threat that Jamal is. No, But no. he can do it. You can still be effective out of that. He killed him. Yeah. He won, He 100% killed him. Um, but yeah, like like you said, I the the guards really stepped up. Uh, Compazzo was getting... I think there was one game where he had less than two steals. <laughs> he they was all getting, had moments. They really he was did. getting three, four steals. I mean, yeah. he had the block. Um... I mean, the the guards were just awesome. Uh, Aaron Gordon hitting a couple threes. I, How I think huge his... was that corner three for him? Oh, like, yeah. I felt like he needed that. Like, that was yeah. a weight lifted off of his shoulders when he hit that. Yeah. 
Well, and then MPJ, because, look, we all knew that in for Game 6 that Dame and Portland, they were going to come out firing. And then, like, we, you know, like we've said, uh, I think it was right before Game 3 when we said just weather the storm, right? Yeah. Weather the storm in the first quarter, and then we'll see where we're at, and maybe we can, we can get the win. And MPJ was, I mean, he just single-handedly just said, what storm? Like it, I'll see what, your storm with my own storm. It was like that run. I mean, my jaw was just on the floor the whole game. He was not the whole pass the I was like, what is happening? And then that's when I tweeted. I was like, well, I was thinking, you know, once he made that like fifth three, I was like, you know, this mother effer is not going to make another shot. He used all his boosts for the game. <laughs> that was it. He's like, that's all I have to give. There you have it. I think he finished with like four more points. But again, yeah, well, maybe two. I, had, I don't know. Yeah, I think he had four after the first quarter. Right, and we could honestly, we could do a whole podcast episode on just Michael Porter's season. It's it's yeah. the curious case of Michael Porter Jr., who is just stupidly talented. But there's moments in games where I'm just, I get so angry at him. I'm just like, he reminds dude. me of Jamal. He reminds me of Jamal two, three years ago. It's... I I watched I, I watched a lot because obviously. You know, I was with Altitude um, those years. Um, I watched a lot of Jamal, and what I see from MPJ is what I what I saw from Jamal. I mean, it's the same thing. He can Jamal would get so hot, it was ridiculous, and the second he sat, it was over. Like, you either played him nonstop to keep it going. Or you were just saying, all right, we'll just take a quarter. And he's not going to do anything the rest of the game. Like, that's what it was like with Jamal. And, you know, I'll bring it up again. That The first round in the playoffs, that first round against San Antonio, whenever Jamal hit, I think, 25 points, they won. And then game seven, he obviously hit the, the game winner. But he, he was, it was, look, Jokic can, Jokic can get you to a certain point. But he needed Jamal to hit a certain level for them to win a game, right? And for them to win that series. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, look at Game Seven, right, against uh, against Portland, where they lost. Jamal was cold, and uh, they 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 couldn't they couldn't pull uh, it the off. The entire yeah. team failed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just, I mean, I guess I guess we this will lead into the Phoenix series because I think. We know what we're going to get from Jokic. Uh, we know what we're going to get from Booker. Um, we don't know what we're going to get from Michael Porter Jr. And we don't know what we're going to get from DeAndre Ayton. And those are the two guys that would will absolutely determine the series. 100%. Those are the two. I don't even want to say X-Factors. Those are the two guys that will determine the series. Whoever plays the best, the most amount of games, will win the series. I, just I mean, think... those those two are 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 it because, and it's funny because they're the same draft class, they're the same age. Yeah, and well, that's why, they're 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 both of them. I think will be top five at their position in two three years, but right now they're babies. So whoever can put it together the most will win the series. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, if I hope MPJ was like. Man, I, I know they needed me in that first series, but like now they need him even more in this series. Like the further you go, the more you're gonna need him to 
to be better. And he he has he cannot have not only games like he did in game four against Portland, where he was just a no-show, three points. He can't have that. But he can't afford to have halves to where he just goes missing. And when you look at Phoenix, what worries me is that with Jamal out, with Will out, now the defensive eyes, they they can it, it makes it easier for Phoenix to guard guys. Because now you can put Mikhail Bridges or Jay Crowder on Michael Porter. Um, you can put one of those guys on Aaron Gordon. And away you go. Now that's you have respectable, if not really good defenders on those guys. Whereas before, it's okay, well, Chris Paul's going to have to stay with Murray. All right, who do, do we want Jay Crowder on Will Barton? Do we want him on MPJ? Do we want Mikhail Bridges on one of those guys? Okay, who's going to guard Aaron Gordon? All right, now we have to still think about Jokic. Um, are we going to double? We can't double because one of these guys is going to be in the corner. Like, There's so many matchup problems. Now it's, okay, we can kind of let Compazzo and Austin Rivers just kind of bank on them not continuing their hot streak. Again, if it's me, and I know it's stupid because Jokic proves this wrong every series, I would still double Jokic. I That's, that's how I would go down. I'm going to go down at the end of the day with the others beating me. That's just how I'm going to do it. I'm going to trust that your others cannot continuously beat me. That's just that's just how I would approach it. I don't know if that's how Phoenix is going to do it. Uh, now, uh, I saw someone post a screenshot of like Aiton's stats and Jokic's stats when they're head-to-head. And Aiton actually plays really well defensively and offensively against Jokic. Um, and I think Jokic actually shot his worst against any big against Aiton. So... I mean, it's an interesting stat. So, it's just, the matchup I don't think is favorable. But then I see Matt Moore tweeting yesterday that he doesn't think Phoenix's matchup with Denver is favorable for them. And I'm like, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Yeah, I I kind of, uh, I don't completely agree, but I see where he's coming from. Um, Here's the thing. Do we know if, if, if Will is playing game one? Well, that's the tough part because... I mean, you get they, when did the series end? Thursday. So the first game I believe is on Monday. First game is on Monday, so I mean that gives him some extra days. He was obviously out for Game Six. I don't think he probably would have played Game Seven. I would say he's maybe questionable, or I would say probably he gets upgraded to questionable. He's close. He's really close. I would say maybe Game Two, more likely Game Three, ideally. Like hopefully he gets to play one of those times. I wouldn't expect him for Game One. Right. Well it's tricky because I think these two teams, even without Jamal, I think these two teams are just so even. Um, I just don't see how, how I don't see it at all because of how the other, the others are playing for Denver. I, and, and, and it's not necessarily how Denver scores. It's how they're defending. And, so, like, when I was looking at Portland, I just figured that they had a lot of guards that they could throw at Dame and CJ, which they did. And it worked. Um, I think DeAndre Ayton is obviously better than Nurkic. But uh, Ayton did have a game where he fouled out. Um, the double overtime game. And once he fouled out, Denver just crushed them. Um, I... <sighs> It's weird. I, I think if I'm Denver and if I'm Nikola Jokic, I'm going right at Aiton, and I'm trying to get two quick fouls on him. 
if if you can get him in foul trouble early, you can control the game. And I'll, I'll say this: I, Booker didn't play in one of these games. Um, the he had thirty-one. Game. Yeah, he had thirty-one in one of them, twenty-two in the other. Uh, I, I I also think that man, if, if okay. If Will Barton and P.J. Dozier play in this series, then Denver Nuggets can win because they have a lot of guys that they can throw at Devin Booker. You have Will Barton, P.J. Dozier, um, Aaron Gordon. Uh, and, and Aaron Gordon. And I think that's the sneaky one is Aaron Gordon. Well, and Austin Rivers in stretches, even maybe Shaq Harrison if you need to. Right, but remember, but Booker's bigger. But Booker's a solid six, 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 seven. So that's where I think Aaron. I think this is an Aaron Gordon series. Uh, Aaron Gordon was a little quiet against Portland. I think I think we're gonna see a much bigger series from Aaron Gordon. And the fact that he shot the ball well in Game Six, hopefully, will give him some confidence. But even but I'm just looking at it defensively because look, the Nuggets offensively run through Jokic. As long as Jokic is out there playing well, which is every game so far, then their offense will be fine. My concern is defensively, how do they slow down Booker and how do they not let DeAndre Ayton impact the game? Because because here's, because look, the Nuggets won a lot of games where they just let Dame go off, right? Mm-hmm. The reason why they won those games is because no one else did anything. And I, I, but you know, I think Composo is just going to bother the hell out of Chris Paul. I think the Nuggets have a lot of guards that will just irritate Chris Paul to where he's going to get attack at least once every other game. Uh, I won't be surprised if he like just swings an elbow at Composo. Oh, uh, he, he, he pissed him off in the first three games. So he's probably going to piss him off in a seven game series. Uh, so they have a lot of guards that they can throw at Chris Paul. I think the tricky one is DeAndre Ayton. I'm telling you, I think that's... Like, Booker scares me just as much as Dame, right? But Dame went for 55 and he lost. And my mindset is like, well, we don't, they don't need a double Devin Booker. They just need to make sure that DeAndre Ayton doesn't go off on him. If DeAndre Ayton has a... 22 and 11 game and he's you know only has three fouls in the game then the nuggets are in trouble because he's affecting them not just offensively but defensively so that's why i say this series will be be determined by those two because by mpj and and deandre because the the phoenix suns will need deandre to play great and on the other side the nuggets need a second guy and MPJ, with Crowder guarding him and with Bridges guarding him, those two are going to get physical with MPJ. 100%. And Especially so, after what they saw Norman Powell have success doing, who's like 6'4". Right. So MPJ needs to take another step. He needs to grow up a little bit more. And again, <laughs> when I said this when Jamal went out, this is a grow year for, for MPJ. This is... Like the the two years ago with Jamal, it's it's trying to get him to to learn how how things work in the playoffs. Remember, he didn't play well in the playoffs in the bubble. Uh, 
he he it's a it's a, a completely different game in, in, in the playoffs and so if he can kind of figure that out and if he can kind of figure out how to i guess just i i, I don't know what you uh, i guess i don't really know what he can do if they get physical with him right like i don't know how because I guess that's that was kind of the book on KD, right? So I don't know. Well, he's got. I don't match, know what... He's got to match their aggression and use it against them. Like there, I think the the response sometimes when people are getting aggressive is to kind of tail back a little bit, to kind of try and get your bearings. But I think he has to match that physicality, and I think he has to be aggressive more so going to the rack in this series, rather than right. just settling for shots. Because too many times he, we know you can hit those contested threes, but teams are playing him so tight, especially on those screens and those down screens. I mentioned it last week. He has to learn how to curl screens. He just has to, because the more he settles for jumpers, as good as he is as a jump shooter, I'll live with that. If he hits a tough three, I'll live with that because I don't buy that he can do it again and again and again for a full game because he hasn't shown that yet at least in the playoffs he hasn't so he's got to match their physicality but that's just what worries me is that and even if 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 they get barton back and dozier back you're asking these guys to pick up and play well in a playoff game against a team that's better than the blazers like, the Nuggets had to go six games against the Blazers. Now, granted, we know it's the injury situation, and some people like to dis- disregard that, but I think it's a real thing because in the playoffs, rotations shorten, and it's more about who's your best players and your your best role players playing more. And the better players usually win. And so I just think it's unrealistic to think that Will Barton can come in and just impact a series um, when last year, um, or a couple years ago, excuse me, he had an awful playoffs. Um, P.J. Dozier, who was in a good rhythm offensively before he got hurt, I think that's a guy who's not a consistent scorer. So to think that he's just going to come in and have an impact offensively, I don't, I don't think that's realistic. And who knows if he even plays because Will Barton's closer than he is, and I don't even think Will will probably play till game two or game three. So if we even see P.J., I mean, it would have to be if this goes six or seven, and I just don't think it's going to go that long. Um, well, okay, so. When when I look at Phoenix, I they're a really good defensive team. They are. Yes, and shooting uh, team. Most of their scoring though comes from obviously Booker, DeAndre, and Chris Paul. Um, I just I think the Nuggets. This is a I, I I'm telling you, I think this is going to be a six seven game series. I just I I don't. I think the Nuggets, in the sense they just match up really even. Like I, I don't like especially right now. Like if if they had Jamal, I would say Denver in six, maybe at most six. I. I but what this is what I would do if I were the Nuggets. I would throw as many bodies at Devin Bucker as I can. Uh, like you, you did with Dame, but go one on one, and a lot of it I would want Aaron Gordon on on Devin Booker because I think 
Aaron Gordon matches up better against Devin Booker than he does against, say, Damian Lillard, right? Because Lillard at times, when he had Gordon on him, could just get by him because he was quicker. I don't think Booker is, is quick enough to get by Gordon, and they're, they're a similar size. Uh, so I, I would I would put Gordon on Booker one-on-one. I would let my guards, my little chihuahua guards, eat at Chris Paul. Um, and I would just make sure that Crowder and Bridges doesn't torch you. And then get physical with DeAndre Ayton. Let Jokic just go right at Ayton on the other end. And try to get Aiden in trouble, in foul trouble. And look, that's what they did against Portland. That's exactly what they did. They said, we're going to let, we're going to go one-on-one with Dame. We're not going to let, you know, the others for for Portland torch us, Mm -hmm. like Norman Powell or Covington uh, or McCollum, right? And we're going to try and go after their center on, on the offensive end to get them in foul, to get him in foul trouble, which Jokic did. So I think it's the same book. I, I, I think it's, it's the same, do the same thing. But this time, instead of obviously you're defending Booker instead of Dame this time, put Gordon on, on Booker more so than what you did with Dame, because it's a, it's a much better matchup for, for, for them. So I think it's the same thing. Like, I I don't see anyone on Phoenix that is as explosive offensively that can shoot, uh, as much as like a, a CJ McCollum, right? Like they they don't have a second guy that can go you know one on one and and score like McCollum could, especially I mean, from three. Chris, like Chris, well that's what I'm saying. Chris can Chris can play you in the mid-range but from he's not gonna like McCollum to me is a better scorer right Chris Paul I think is a better overall player yes but I but McCollum is a better more dangerous scorer yes uh so but you gotta also remember that Chris Paul is a lot smaller so a guy like Composo can really eat at him right um you know even uh Austin Rivers uh who's bigger can stick with Chris Paul so, they again they got a lot of guards that you can just throw at Chris Paul. I, I'm just I'm not as I guess afraid of their others as much as I am as I was against Portland. Like remember when I said I think Portland's a better matchup, but I think they're more dangerous because of their shooting. Phoenix, they can get hot, just like any other team. Like Denver can get hot. Um but consistently, just I mean, go through their series against the Lakers. No one was really consistent. I mean, uh, at least shooting the ball wise. I mean, Crowder was awful from three. Uh, Mikel Bridges was all right through the series. Um, but I just I thought Cam Johnson had a better second half, and and Cameron Payne was. I thought he was solid throughout. Cameron, yeah, Cameron Payne will be the will be another interesting one, but. I also, again, you got a lot of guards. The Nuggets have a lot of guards and a lot of defensive-minded guards. Yeah. So I just when I, look at the, when I look at both of these teams, I don't see a major advantage that Phoenix has. I also don't see a major advantage that, that the Nuggets have unless MPJ just clicks. That's the only thing I see that puts the Nuggets over the top to where they win in six, right? 
And for for Phoenix, it's DeAndre Ayton. If he plays a lot better than Nurkic did and doesn't get in foul trouble, then Phoenix will win the series. But I, I, I can't trust that because, again, you're talking about a 22-year-old. And by the way, looking at game by game, DeAndre Ayton had a really good first three games. 21 and 16, 22 and 10, 22 and 11. The next three, he had 14 and 17, which is solid. But then 8 and 7, and then 8 and 3. To be fair, so, those last two games, they blew him out of the water. Right, right, true. Um, but he didn't, he didn't really... I just... I don't know. It's a it's a weird. I, this is a weird series to me, and and also experience. And I think, you know, yeah, Composo doesn't have the experience, um, but I think the Nuggets have more guys that have had that that have more experience. Obviously, they have Jokic, uh, Monte, Austin Rivers, um, like they they have more guys that have that type of experience. If this gets to game seven, doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it's in Phoenix, I think Denver wins the game seven because they have Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets have lost one game seven out of four. I'm I'm taking Jokic. Well it's it's the better it's the best player in the series versus the better team in my you opinion. You know what you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of two years ago with Portland and Denver. But I think Denver is in Portland's spot. Uh, I, think, I think Phoenix right now is, on paper, the better team. But I think the Nuggets have the, have better, player. A, a, the, the better player. player, the best player. And not only that, but they have the more experience. I, I get Chris Paul has a lot of experience. But when it comes to a Game 7 and winning that Game 7, I'm going to take Jokic. Just like I would take LeBron or um, a KD, right? I would take those guys. And Booker's great, but he's young. This is a this is a young Phoenix team, and I I just have a hard time trusting that youth over a Denver squad who also is relatively young but have just been through it the last two years. And that's like, a, that's an awesome comparison. It really is that you make because when you look at the back of that series, right? And you look at Denver's team, they had a really good team, young players, upcoming. You know, you could say Jokic Jokic was the booker. Um, You know, you had Jamal playing really well, Gary Harris. Um, And then you had the savvy veteran in Paul Millsap, which is the Chris Paul for the Suns, right? But the Blazers, who were the worst overall team, had already been there a couple times and were around the block, and Damian had that built-in experience, and he was the best player in the series. Now, he didn't play particularly great throughout the whole series, but when it mattered, he came to play, even though it was really CJ in, in that Game 7 that put him away. They had more playoff experience. CJ had a lot of playoff experience. Right. They were they were going through it the last couple of years before that to where it just started clicking for them. Right? Doesn't it just feel like though that the it feels that the... weird this this year just it's a weird play. I, I'm telling you if there was any year that one guy could carry his team to the finals it's this year and it's Nikola Jokic. But doesn't like, it just feel weird. like to see to me it feels like Phoenix just has everything is just lining up perfect for them. 
Like, it really is. Like, yeah, you... but again, the one thing that just comes back to me is our youth. I, I don't, I, I don't, get it. I get it. Like, Aiden was fantastic against the, against the Lakers, but I'll say this the two games that they lost, he got cooked by Anthony Davis. Jokic is better than Anthony Davis right now, and in an AD situation, Jokic is better. Oh, 100%. If you ask me so, who I'm taking, and it's funny because the when people talk about the best big in the league, they say AD or Joel Embiid, the two guys that can't stay healthy or stay on the floor. Yeah. But Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I just – look, the, I'm looking at the two games they lost. DeAndre Ayton had 22-10 and then 22-11 in, in both games that, that Phoenix lost, right? But those were the two games that Anthony Davis played the best. Right. He had 30-plus in each game, whatever. Um, I, I don't, a, a lot of people like, especially a lot of Phoenix fans are really confident in Deandre and guarding Nicole Jokic. I don't know why, because I, I get the numbers, I guess, statistically it looks good, but this is also playoff Jokic. And, and this is also Jokic playing the best he's ever played. Uh, the first three games was early in the season and Jokic was taking like 13 shots, um, except for the overtime game where he took uh, 27. He was 15 of 27. The other game, he was 9 of 21. And the other game, he was 7 of 13. So this is not the same Nikola Jokic that was playing in the first two months of the season. Right, he elevates. He's, he's a lot better, a yeah. lot, which is hard to believe because back then he was averaging a triple-double. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a lot better right now. I don't know how DeAndre and can guard him without getting in foul trouble. Right. And then behind Aiden, Phoenix has nobody. Oh yeah, if you got to put Saric or Jay, like if it's we learned anything from the from the Blazers series, if you if you try and go small, <laughs> you put Robert Covington, Jay Crowder, Tory Craig, uh, you know Saric, Kaminsky. Oh, it's that's. Aiton can't foul out. It's barbecue chicken. I, well, that's what I'm saying. But he he fouled out in in the double overtime. Obviously, went to double overtime. But uh, he fouled out. I believe in. I can't remember when he he fouled out in overtime. But I can't remember if it was at the end of the first one or at the beginning of the second one. Right. But the second he fouled out, the Nuggets blew their ass out. They they ended up winning that game by um by eight, one twenty to one twelve, and they won. Well. Yes, they went over time by eight. But what I'm saying is, like, the second that he fouled out, it was over. Well, and I think you'll agree oh. with me, too, when I say this. If if you look at Anthony Davis and Jokic, like, on, on the surface when I say this, it's probably going to sound like, ah, uh, what? That's not true. But when you really think about it, I think it is true. I think it is Jokic puts more pressure on an opposing big man when it comes to foul trouble than Anthony Davis. Yes. And the reason is because Anthony Davis settles for too many jump shots. He yep. sits on the perimeter too much. He wants to be KD. Jokic, he'll take also, a three every now and then. Jokic has a little Harden in him. He's good at just kind of oh, manipulating. He's amazing at it. He's so crafty. And it's footwork. It's going to the basket. And I think that, yes, now that's a, a, a real concern. Like if I'm a Phoenix fan, that's a concern of mine. You cannot afford Aiton to get in any sort of foul trouble. Because if you have to put anybody other than him on Jokic, um, good luck. 
good luck. There, there's just no answers for them. And, and really, there's no answers in general. Um, but I, going back to what I said about Phoenix, and I don't want I don't want this to come off as like Phoenix is just a beneficiary of how things have played out because they're a really, really, really yeah, freaking good basketball team. They're a really team. good team. They're a really good team. It just feels like everything is perfect for them, though. Like they're, they got L.A., who LeBron's coming off an ankle injury. He's not 100%. AD but, but, is injured. Isn't that how, but isn't that how like it felt two years ago with the Nuggets? Like, oh, it's lining up. They got they got uh, San Antonio in the first round. They got Portland in the second round. Like LeBron didn't make the playoffs. Like it. That's what it felt two years well, ago. Yeah, and but, I, but that's what I'm saying. That that's what I was gonna get to though. So I'm like, say you got the Lakers at the perfect time, right? You, LeBron's not where he's at. Some people think he's starting to turn, you know, the corner in terms of being washed. AD can't stay healthy. You dominate that. We see that the Lakers, everything outside of LeBron and AD is below average. It's just not good, uh, especially Kyle Kuzma. I mean, woof. Like, they, they, again, I go back to, they chose Brandon Ingram, uh, or they chose him over Brandon Ingram and Lonzo. Like, that's just awful to me. And, it, yeah, woof. Yeah. But then you, you go to the next round, it's like, okay, we're rolling, we're playing really good. You get a Nuggets team, boom, no Jamal, no Barton. No Dozier. They're down all these guys. It's just Jokic we have to worry about. And then you look at, you know, across the West, um, you know, the Clippers, they might lose. That's a team that I would choose to beat Phoenix if they match up in the playoffs. They have a winning record over Dallas. Um, they, they really kind of own Dallas. Um, Utah, I think it's a, you know, I wouldn't say Utah is considerably better than them. I think that's an even series. And then you look across the East, heck, if we get to the finals, I mean... Yeah, it's Brooklyn's tough and Milwaukee's tough, but that's a good shot for us. Yeah, it just feels like everything's lining up perfectly for them. But then again, too, it almost feels like this has to be too, too good to be true, right? It's, it's too perfect, and I think it's bad timing. I think they're too young. And it's similar to what Denver was at two years ago. Remember, let's go back two years ago, okay? Denver's a two seed. Everything is clicking. This is the youngest team in the playoffs. Uh, you know, Jokic is coming into form. Like, Jamal is figuring it out. Uh, you lined up the playoffs perfectly where you tanked against Portland, then you beat them and whatever. Uh, and so you lined up San Antonio and Portland. On the other side, Golden KD State's going, got hurt. Going, going through hell, right? Like Golden State's just losing guys left and right. LeBron missed. Like it was so perfect. But why did they lose? They were too young. It was their first run. And... I just look. I could be totally off, and Phoenix could totally prove me wrong. I could easily see. I could see Phoenix sweeping Denver, but you know what? I could also see Denver beating them in seven, because Game Seven, Nikola Jokic is just better right now. Right now, he yeah. look. Devin Booker may may end up winning five championships down the line, but right now, Nikola Jokic is just the better player, and yeah. he is making his team everyone on that team even better well i'll say this if you're if you're phoenix if you're a phoenix fan like they have to get this series over quickly yeah. they have to it is imperative favors denver yeah you you if if this goes more than five you've made a mistake <laughs> like <laughs> the longer you let him hang around he overcomes you you yep. if if this goes, uh, that's what I'll say. I think Phoenix does win in five. Um, 
but man, you are treading dangerous water if you go past five games. And I'll agree with you. Like, would I would I pick Denver to go down there in Phoenix to win a game seven? Probably not. It also depends on if we have Will and PJ back. But then again, it's like, do you really want to doubt Jokic, who's now played in five, four, four <laughs> game sevens? He played in four, and he's three and one. And the one he lost was because the other everybody team was, sucked. was just older. Well, everybody, everybody on his team couldn't hit a shot. Everyone on his team couldn't hit a shot. And I, and the others for Portland played well. <laughs> I'm telling you, it just it just feels really odd. This year, just it, it's a really odd year. It just feels like Jokic is like like nothing can stop him right now. It just it feels weird to me. Um, you're you're picking Phoenix in five. I'll say this: I could see, I could easily see that. And and like you said, Phoenix better be taking this seriously. Like they better not be thinking, oh, Jamal's out. You know, we barely yeah, you can't rest on your laurels. Like they were, they got up for LA. The first three games, Denver or no Phoenix won in uh, by three. Then the next two went into overtime. One of them into double overtime. Both games, Denver won. And so Phoenix better not be thinking, well, we beat them once and we lost them in overtime with Jamal, so we should be able to win this easily, right? Um, they better not be thinking that because this is a much different team. Much different team. Well, I mean, personnel-wise. Personnel-wise. They, they played yeah. a different Denver team who had Gary and, Harris and those guys. And Jokic is way different. I just the, think... Jokic's playing is different. They better not take Denver lightly. If they do, they're, they're toast. They they got up for L.A. That meant a lot. It's their first playoff series in 11 right. years. It beat L.A., the hype of that. It's a statement series. You win this, boom, we are on the map. We are here. Phoenix is here. You cannot have a letdown. You can't. Um, you have to keep that energy going because, again, it's the energyless one, the sloth, yeah. the one who moves at his own pace and shows no emotion. But he rips your heart out. He's a stone cold killer, and he doesn't even show any emotion. I, it's Tim. It's Tim Duncan reincarnated. That's what. That's what I. Yeah. That's that's absolutely what I think. Um, I, I look. I'm picking Denver in seven. I look. I, I can see. Right. I, I can see Phoenix winning in five. I, and I think like here's the thing. Okay, everything in my body is telling me Phoenix in five. Like my brain, like every everything lines up Phoenix and five, right? Your sinuses, <laughs> everything. All of it. But I just, it, I don't see Denver. I don't see them losing. Like I, I, I think this is a long series, and the longer it goes, the 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 more it goes into Denver's favor. If it gets to a game seven, Jokic is ending it. I'm, I, I, if it gets to game seven, I'm picking Jokic. Yeah. I mean, it There's, would be hard not to. It would be hard not to. I just, I just hope look, it's a good series. If Denver wins game one or two, it's going seven, and I, I, I just, I don't see how yeah. Phoenix, who, who doesn't look, none of them have that experience except, except for Chris Paul. Yeah. Like I, I don't like, I just, I don't know how you, you can trust them to. I, you can't. You can't trust them more than you, you can trust Jokic. Yeah. And in the game seven, I have to take Jokic. That's why that's why I'm picking Denver in seven because I do think it's a long series. Yeah, 
But hey, if Phoenix comes out like they did against the Lakers, just guns blazing, let's go, then it'll end in five. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing too, right? Like if you're Phoenix, because I could, I mean, I don't think you'll be shocked either. Would you be completely shocked if game one, they completely roll the Nuggets? And then after that, you have to like, again, you can't rest on your laurels. No, I, I think I think if anything, I think if there's any game that Denver will get, it will be game one. I don't know. I could see them completely obliterating them. And then, like, again, we just talked, you can't have that mindset of like, oh, this team is, they're, they're the wounded duck yeah, well, out that's there. What they're the wounded deer. You know, we can just play with them. And then like, Phoenix has to win three of the first four. They have to. They absolutely have to. Oh, yeah. Because if this is 2-2 going into game five, then it's any man's game. Yep. Y- you know, <laughs> and Jokic just stole a game five. You know, well, not stole it because it was here. But you, oh, man, it's imperative for them. Like, I, I think they'll win it in five, but. And, and here's, the, here's the thing, though. Because everyone, like, I get home court advantage is a big deal. But it doesn't seem to matter with Jokic. Like, like home court does not matter with him. It's, it's that LeBron effect. Like, they don't care. They don't care where they're playing. They're going to beat you anywhere. Um, I think, you know, when you look at, like, historically, Jokic, I think, might have a... What is, Jok- what is Jok- the Nuggets record on the road in the playoffs right now? I think they that's a pretty um... damn good record. And even in the... By the way, even in the regular season, the Nuggets were one of the best road, road teams. Well, I know in Malone's postseason career, he's like 20 and 19. So, I mean, it's not great. Um, let's see, they they won game three this year in Portland, and they won game six. So, and that's two games right there. Let's see, last year. I mean, I mean are we counting last year? Oh, I, mean, I guess we can't, we can't count that. Um, but, I mean, the year before that, I mean, they won Game Four in San Antonio, and or was Game Four in San Antonio? Yeah, Game Four was in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, so that's three right there, and then they won Game Four in Portland. So I mean, that's four, you know, four wins. Right there on the road, in four series. Like, uh, I, it's just they can win on the road. The Nuggets can win on the road. Um, I don't know if the the Nuggets have to get games one or two, and I I think I think the most likely is game one because they've had the rest and Phoenix is coming off of the high of beating the Lakers. Game one will be very interesting, and I think you're kind of you're kind of seeing it with Jokic. I think he's figuring out how the playoffs work, and you know we. <laughs> Like, it, it kind of felt like to us that, like, he just likes playing in Game 7s. Um, but then this, you know, obviously in Portland for Game 6, it was like, nah, let's just end this now. Like, enough screwing around. Like, we know we can beat these guys. Yeah, he just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, I think he, I think he's trying to, I think he's starting to figure it out. And if, if they can get Games 1 or 2, I, I think they have a good shot. But if if it's any game, I think it's game one that they steal. I'm curious to see what his what his stats are on the road in the playoffs versus at home. I it's probably the same. Yeah. I don't I, like I, I don't think it affects him. 
Let me see. I'm looking at his splits right now. Uh, do they have it just divvied up for playoffs? That's all-star, pre and post opponent. They don't have it divvied up by playoffs? That's dumb. Hmm. That would be interesting to see. Uh, I can't imagine. I, I would say it's probably similar. I don't think he plays better on one versus the other. I, like you said, I just don't think it, it matters to him. He's just going to play. Now, he had one bad game in this past uh, Portland series. It was game three. Game three? Was it game four? Uh, the game they lost. Whichever. It, oh, game they, four. Game four. So he only had like 16 points. Um, they were down 10 at half. And then they just got completely mopped in the second. So he didn't. I think he probably played like 20 something minutes. Yeah, he played 20. He had 16 points, 9 rebounds, 7 of 18 from the field. Uh, played 27 minutes. <laughs> it's, even then, that's, that's still not terrible. And to think, too, like his assist numbers are down. Could you imagine if the full team was healthy? He'd probably be ag- averaging a near triple double right now. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the insane part. <sighs> All right. Well, you got. So you're going Denver in seven then? Yeah, I just I uh, think it's a long series. All right. And uh, if it's a long series, it, it's advantage Denver. All right. You got Denver in seven. I got Phoenix I, in five. I, like I could easily see that you being right. Like I, I wouldn't be like well, I, I wouldn't be right. I hope you continue to be right. Let me be the negative one. Balance me out. Be the yang to my yin. All right. I will gladly be wrong in these situations. I would more rather you be right than me. It's funny because I, I think that also a big difference is that they got this. They got their series done quicker. They got more rest. Yeah, there you go. They checked off another another question of mine. Will they learn? They learned. <laughs> they learned. It was only one game, but they learned. So. I- you know, I it's just uh, I don't know, and, and it just feels it just feels like one of those years. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, now look, if, if Denver does get past Phoenix, I think everyone in Denver should be rooting for the Clippers. On the other side. Uh, yeah, uh I mean. I, look, I'm I'm telling you to play the Clippers or to play out of all three of those teams, Utah, Dallas, or the Clippers. I think Denver wants the Clippers. The Clippers do not want to see Denver. <laughs> no, no, I guarantee no. you. I guarantee you, the Clippers are like, no. oh hell no, they don't, they don't want any. That we are David to their Goliath. They they they, they do not want to see Jokic. I saw someone tweet out. I don't know who it was, but they were like, you know what? If the Clippers win Game Seven against Dallas, they do not, and they put in all caps, do not want to play the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. For the, for the love of God, anybody but the Denver Nuggets. Like the Clippers are like the big Rottweiler in the in the junkyard, and the Nuggets are that just pesky Chihuahua that just ankle bites you, and they just have no answers for them. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I can't, by the way, I can't wait for Compazzo and, and Chris Paul to get in a fight. Oh, it's going to happen. Well, Chris Paul going at Compazzo. It's going to be so funny. Yeah. And then Compazzo just does his little smirk and just walks away. And, and he, he shrugs his shoulders like, nah, nah. I'm just like, dude, you're such – he's one of those guys that you absolutely hate and despise when he's not on your team. But yeah. you really enjoy yeah. him when he's on your Austin team. Austin Rivers is that guy too. You hate him. See, when I you're playing against Austin Rivers, I've never. Heard I of hated Austin Rivers, dude. I hated the guy, and it's funny, right? When they signed him, I was like, I love it. 
because he's just that guy. He he's that guy that just pisses uh... off the other team, and he he hits a big shot, and he says it right to your face, like ha. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, man. This 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 Nuggets team is just they have a bunch of dogs, and yes. half half of them are Chihuahuas, but they have a bunch of dogs, yes. and and hey, that's what you wanted. Is it's not the dogs that I thought we'd get. Like I wanted like. A malt like a, a friggin' Saint Bernard. You wanted a, I want a German Shepherd, and instead I got a uh, a pesky Chihuahua that shows its teeth at you. I got uh, you know a and lazy like a, a lazy Shih Tzu, you know that's what I got. But is a fierce biter. Like these are, but they are they're dogs and they don't quit. And I think a lot of that again, we're critical of them on, on times, but. A lot of that is a reflection on Mike Malone too. Mike yeah. Malone doesn't quit. Yeah. So and this team doesn't quit, and their 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 best player doesn't quit. Obviously, he just he, well he shows no emotion. You you never know when he's faced. He doesn't know when he's down. He doesn't. No. I don't think he realizes. He's like I don't know. Honestly, I think it's a win win for him. He's like if I win, I could possibly win a championship. If I lose, I could go pet my horses. <laughs> so, I mean, I, it's just. <laughs> He just goes out and does his job. He does. He's Tim. He's Tim Duncan reincarnated with Dirk Nowitzki's touch and Magic's passing ability, <laughs> and and you know the footwork of insert whatever big you want. And then everyone compares him to Bird. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But he doesn't talk. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't trash talk. I mean, he gets fired up every now and then, but he just doesn't well, talk. And after the series, his opponents are just, they love him. Like, everyone yeah. loves him. I saw someone tweet out because there's pictures of, like, Jokic going around hugging guys. And they're like, Jokic gives the best hugs. Like, <laughs> you see his hug. Like, he fully embraces guys and he grabs them by the back of their head. And, like, guys just love him. Because how can you not? How can you not respect that guy? He just plays the game the right way. And it's... Well, a lot national- of people... Right. Well, they think it's a fluke. Oh, he's a fluke player. It's a fluke year. He's the worst this, the worst that. But I bet you if you polled NBA players about Nikola Jokic, like we've already seen it. I mean, Miles Turner told us or told, you know, whatever people that were interviewing him a few years ago when they said, who's one of the toughest guards in the NBA? And he he said, he pointed out Jokic, you know, uh, you have Damian Lillard, what he's saying about him. Um, So it's just, they know. They know how great he is. I mean, LeBron can say that uh, Steph was the MVP before the regular season ended, but I mean, he was Jokic was like his second pick in the All Star game. So, yeah. I mean, people know, they know. And again, when you look at the best bigs in the NBA, all you hear, oh, AD this and Joel Embiid that, and it's not to say that these guys aren't great because they are, but continuously, there's one guy that's standing. And there's one guy that's putting up the same numbers and even better in certain instances. And it's Jokic. Go figure. So, it's amazing. Series starts on Monday. I'm looking forward to it, but the further we get, the more sad I get. Because I'm like, man, they were right. They could have really made it to the finals. But, so is life. Um, is there any other things you want to touch on before we go today? Anything about the Portland Trailblazers? How about the Nuggets? Blowing up two Western Conference teams. They dismantled the Clippers last year, caused firing and all that. New regime. They beat the Blazers. 
Terry Stotts is gone. Now there's rumors of, oh, should Damian Lillard want out? Does Damian want to be traded? And all this stuff. Um, yeah, Dame doesn't want... The, the, Dame won't. Uh, everyone's saying that Dame might be... No. Uh, Portland asks who he wants <laughs> as a head coach. They're, they're not getting rid of him. Right. Uh, unless he asks for a trade, that won't happen. Yeah. Um, I think I think, he, I think he gives it one more shot. I, I think he gives them one more chance to build something around him. Let's see what happens, and then he he'll probably ask out uh, after the year if uh, if it doesn't go well. But look, I I want to just say like Dame was incredible. Uh, yeah. He he's just he's such a great player. But it, it's just like I've said, it's hard to it's hard to build a team around a point guard. It really is. Like, you got to have the perfect pieces around that, that point guard, uh, like Golden State did. Uh, it's just, it's really hard. And it's it's really hard to win with the center right now. Um, so, mm-hmm. Dame was incredible. Uh, Utah is really good. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Utah's really good. I, told I do you not want any part of Utah. If, if the Nuggets somehow get past Phoenix... Whoever Utah is playing, I'm their biggest fans. I uh, Utah is scary, man. I told you that. Well, they're scary with Donovan Mitchell. They're scary with Don. Donovan Mitchell is on another level. Uh, that dude's ridiculous. But just look at all the remaining teams and, like, all the players, like the best players on each team. You got Jokic, Devin Booker, Luka, if the, if the Mavs make it, Donovan Mitchell, Giannis, Embiid. Trey Young. Well, if MB plays. It, well, if MB plays. Trey Young, like. It's the new wave. There, there's a lot of young superstars left in the playoffs. And if the Clippers win, then the only remaining is the Clippers and the Nets as, as like, the veteran. Yeah, the old guard, the current guys. But it's a new wave. If there's a new wave of basketball being ushered in, and a lot of the national media. You know, they want it to be L.A., 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 New York. Well, that's that's not it. You have a lot of young stars in mid to small markets. I thought we were a couple years away from getting to this point, or at least a year away, but I, it's happening now. It's, it's yeah. man, it's it's really close. Like, well, if I Dallas th- beats the Clippers, I think more than likely we get two teams in the NBA Finals that are young. I think it's the Bucks, and I think whoever comes out of the West. Well, now more than ever, I think you can actually say that the best player in the world isn't as definitive as it has been for the last decade. Oh, it's up in there now. It's not as – because I think while LeBron wasn't fully healthy, listen, he's going to be, what, 37? He's he's not – he's not what he – I was watching – speaking of that, I watched Jamal's 50-point game against Utah. The reason I watched that is because Adam Mares tweeted out – you know, the best closeout games or whatever performances. And the first one he put out was LeBron's game six or whatever it was in Boston. Young LeBron? Oh my gosh. I mean, he's still really fast. Like, he's still a locomotive. But in in Miami, there was a fast break. And I was like, dude, he got up the floor so fast. I was like, oh my goodness. I forgot just how just dominant he was now he wasn't you know as savvy as he was you know as he is now he's more savvy he's a, obviously a better shooter now than he still was in miami he wasn't was awful in miami but like um, in my he was at his peak 
uh, as far as athleticism, athleticism yeah. and just like full on, just every like like Giannis is now basically. Uh, when the, his second stint in, in Cleveland is the best LeBron. Yeah, I that I would say that that Finals he won was probably the best he's ever been. Well, I, even the two, even the ones that he lost when he didn't have the full team, he was averaging you know forty, eleven, and eight. So he was ridiculous. Cleveland, second stint Cleveland LeBron was the greatest play I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be amazing, but it's it's the new wave, and I don't think there's a definitive answer anymore. And, you know, some people will still say LeBron, and that's fine. You know, some people will say Kevin Durant, and, and that's fine because Kevin's been Kevin this year, despite, you know, coming off of that Achilles injury. But now you really do have to acknowledge Nikola Jokic. Is, is a, I think now he's... He should be in the top seven, top five player conversation. That's where he should be. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Luca. If some people said Luca, I'd probably say eh, I don't know if he's the best player, but is he's he top so. five? Yeah, yeah, he's top five. Um, you have all these guys. You know, Trey Young's not obviously top ten, I don't think, but he's definitely top twenty. You know, he's there. You know, Damian Lillard is in that conversation, of course, and. And all this stuff. And, and one thing, too, on Damian, like, I, you know, I was going back and forth on Twitter again with, uh, I needed to find out what his name is, but comedian. Um, and we were talking about, like, still, you know, I think the tweet that I quote tweeted was, who would you rather have to take the last shot, Damian Lillard or Steph Curry? And I'm like, and I put out a little gif, like, seriously, is this even a question? And then, of course, Damian plays like that. I still think Steph is, is better. But Damian is one of those guys that you hate in the moment having to play him. He's just so good. And it's 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 kind of sucks because part of me really wants him to stay in Portland. One, because I think it would be awful for the NBA if a guy like him left a small market because he's really prided himself on wanting to win here where I'm at. I don't want to go join someone. Someone can come here, but I want to win here. I think that would be awful for the NBA, first off, if he left and went to a big market. But two, there's a real rivalry now between Portland and Denver. Like, this has actually become a thing now. You know, Nurkic, the first elimination year. I hope they have a good summer. And then now, you know, Nuggets fans, like me included, got our, our revenge saying, oh, hope you have a good summer, Nurkic. And Nurkic <laughs> might not even be back there next year. Um, no, I but I really hope he stays because I think it's a, it's a good rivalry. It's good for Portland. He's the face of that franchise. But I do think it's time to blow up that current regime. I think it's well, time to they, trade CJ. They need a yeah. They need trade CJ. I would package somehow package do a sign and trade uh, with Nurkic, uh, package CJ, and get a wing. Get a get a solid six foot six, six foot seven, six foot eight guy who can who you can pair with Dame. Who you and get though? That's the issue. I, I I don't know. My first thing is well, if Dallas beats the Clippers, things are gonna get really interesting uh, because I don't think Kawhi will come back. Um, I just can't see Kawhi going to Portland. Yeah, and that yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I it's just I don't know who you maybe you try and trade for Paul George. Uh I think that would be a really good fit. That would actually be uh, really funny, honestly. It would be really funny. <laughs> um I don't know, but I, I what Portland should do is take a look at what Golden State did and how they built around Steph. Go get another Six foot seven, six foot eight, small forward, guard, wing player, uh, 
and then go get a, a defensive four and five. I saw some stuff on Twitter about, you know, Stephen A. Smith said this on first take, um, watch out for Carl Anthony Towns. That that could yeah. be a possible option. I guess if, if, if Towns wants out, but... but it wouldn't make sense for Portland because, okay, well, it wouldn't make sense for Minnesota because, okay, we're going to trade for CJ and Nurk. I mean, I guess Nurk because it replaces Carl Anthony Towns, but they're already loaded in the backcourt with D'Angelo. Malik yeah, Beasley. that doesn't make sense. And then you add CJ McCollum to that after you just signed Malik Beasley to an extension, and then you have Anthony Edwards. You know, so that that to me doesn't make sense. Um, unless it's a three-team deal. You know, unless you're trading Nurkic there and picks – and then you're sending CJ somewhere else, you know, unless you're swapping it like that. But I think it's time to to blow up the current Blazers regime. But if you're going to keep Dame, you obviously can't go full rebuild. So yeah, I don't know. I uh, I don't know who would there that they could go and try and get. But I don't know. They they need a well. They got one more year to figure it out before I think Dame just says. It's time to move on. Time to move on. By that time, LeBron's going to be on the outs, hopefully. Uh, all right. Uh, any predictions for uh, game one tonight before we wrap up? Nets, Bucks? Hey, if the Bucks want to win the series, they got to get one or get game one or two. So Brooklyn and we'll six. See. I still got the Bucks in seven. You want to you wanna put some crumble on this? Yeah. All right. I'll put I'll put I'll put another ten on uh on this. I got the Bucks. You're gonna feel really dumb when Kevin we'll Durant leads his team to an Eastern yeah. Conference Finals. Can't wait to watch Brooklyn try and defend Giannis. We're not gonna worry about that. We're just gonna score 160. <laughs> We're gonna concede the the twos. We're not gonna even run back on defense. I think there might be 300 points scored tonight. <laughs> I. Yeah. I just this the yeah I well, don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting because I mean the Bucks they at least have players, not just bodies to throw at the big three, but they have legitimately good defenders. So it's going to be think, interesting. I, I just think the Bucks match up well. I, I they got a lot of guys that they can throw at KD. They got a lot of guys that can they can throw it at Harden, and they got a lot of guys that they can throw it at, at Kyrie. Like they just they have so many. You know, it's funny. Uh, I don't know who was calling the game, but they're like, you know, Milwaukee just has a lot of versatile defenders. And I, that that's just a huge advantage for them. Huge advantage. Uh, so, I mean, let's, let's go real quick through all the series real quick. Um, game 7, Dallas Clippers. Who you got? That series is stupid. <laughs> Dude, I, that, it's the first time ever that the road team has won every game. I've never seen like, that. Before. What? I've never seen it. I, it's dumb. I, I, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't know what to do with my hands when I watch those games. I really thought Dallas was going to win game six. I was like, there's no way. No way the road team wins again. No way. But when you look at historically, Kawhi in game sevens, historically he's not very good. No, he's awful. And then you got Pandemic P. Uh, yeah, who was like 3 of 10 at one point last game. And I was like, okay, Paul, like I'm trying to be in your corner here. Need you to play better. Um, I just, I don't, I honestly don't know. I could see both teams winning it. If I had to choose, uh, I want to say the Clippers won't 
lose a fourth time at home. But I would also not be shocked if they lost a fourth time at home. I think the Clippers have to win. I think they absolutely have to. And I think yeah. I think they do win. I do too. I think the Clippers win, but I I don't. I I the only reason why I say that is because seriously, the road team is not going to win every game in a series. No right. way. No way. <laughs> dot dot dot, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> uh and one thing to watch out too for, Luka has played really well in this series, but in the fourth quarters, he has He's been played. awful. Yeah. So he doesn't want to go to the free throw line. He's a really bad free throw shooter, by the way. Yeah. Which is kind of surprising to me. What is with all these guards and like good players just not being able to shoot free throws? I just don't get it. Such a liability. It just it honestly kind of annoys me. Uh, which is why I'm so thankful for Jokic because he can go to the line <laughs> and knock down free throws. Um, but I'm gonna go Clippers. You're going Clippers. Uh, we have game one tonight. We already did that. Who else are we missing? Um, Philly already got through Washington. Oh, uh, I, I'm picking, I'm picking Atlanta. Who's tomorrow? Okay, left for game one, Atlanta, Philly. Well, it depends on. It, it depends on Embiid, and right now I'm picking Atlanta uh, to win the series. Trey, Trey yes, Trey Young is is really good. I think they have a lot of guys that can defend Embiid because they have a lot of bigs, um, mm. and they just got shooters all over the place. Atlanta's really good. Atlanta shocked me against New York. Like, New York is a really good defensive team. They can't score, uh, but they're a really good defensive team, and Atlanta cooked them. I, I, and Atlanta shocked the hell out of me. And if Embiid... Like, Embiid has a partially torn meniscus. Right. Like, that's... That's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, think it, I, I think Atlanta wins in six. Which is why I'm so surprised, like, they're going to let him play. Because if that... If he, like... If that gets worse, like that could be career altering. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, and and he, he probably doesn't play game one. If he doesn't play game one, Atlanta's winning game one. They have home court. I think Atlanta wins in six. Uh, Atlanta can't play defense, but they're really good offensively. Well, here here's what I'll say about their defense. They have a lot of bigs that can bother Embiid. Do they, though? Yes, and you don't really need to play that great. Just back up off Ben Simmons. Like, literally, like, you know, there's that there's the that uh, video of Melo guarding Ben Simmons, like, past the three-point line, and he, like, it clicks in his head, like, what am I doing? And he sprints back to the paint. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's hilarious. Um, no, I've never seen they just, They'll just sit back. Yeah, watch. Uh, I think it was Melo. Go on YouTube and, and find... Mellow guarding Ben Simmons, and he like it, it's like you can tell you can literally see the light bulb click in his head. Like, wait, I'm guarding Ben Simmons. What am I doing? And he literally turns around completely and sprints to the paint and turns back around. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna go Philly. I think even without Embiid, they have enough defenders to bother Trey Young. Um. I think playoff, like we, we talk about Phoenix not having experience in the playoffs. I think the same can That's be said true. for Atlanta. That's true. I'm going to go Philly in six or I'm, seven. I'm, I'm just not sure about Embiid's injury. Yeah. I think even without Embiid, they could beat them in six or seven. Um, But I think that's a that's a sneaky, tough series. Um, yeah, and I don't know the likelihood of someone 
you know, further injuring their knee after tearing their meniscus. But to me, that just seems extreme because we saw it with, you know, AD, right? Like if you, you overcompensate for one previous injury, I mean, that could hurt something else. So what if he's overcompensating and he does something to the left leg? You know, he hurts the other knee or, you know, God forbid, tears an Achilles or something like that. So that's just really risky to me that they're going to, gonna let him play but um yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go philly and i'll say six i think they get it done six um we already chose the clippers we already got game one is that there's more series aren't there is that it uh yeah jazz and whoever they play okay so that's it and then game one i guess we can you want to predict that now for the nuggets yeah i'll say i'll say nuggets win game one they i they have to win either game one or two and I, I think game one is the one that they can get so i'll say nuggets can win game one i think this is going to be a patented nuggets just don't have it game um slow start no one can shoot Jokic looks good but doesn't has has to do so much for them to win i'll say i'll say this you learn to not get a series to seven Let's learn how to start off a series good yeah, for let's, one. Let's Please, win games. for the love of God, win game one. Uh, I won they... game one last year against Utah, right? Did they? Yeah. Yeah, because Donovan Mitchell went off for 50, 57, <laughs> and they lost. <laughs> of course, well, that's the Nuggets too, right? They're like yeah. three out of the four or two out of the four teams where guys have gone off for like eight. Well, points. And, well, Jamal is on that one on that list too. So I think the Nuggets have three, two against, and then one one of their own. And they're two and zero oh in the ones where maybe that's the maybe that's the strategy. Let Devin Booker score seventy every game, and but, then we win. Hey, that's what I like. Just go one on one. Don't double. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say game one. They they get. I think they learn. <laughs> All right. Game one, go, go get game one. By the way, this is uh, well, I guess this is the first time that they've not had home court advantage out in the real world. Yeah, as adults. So this is this is gonna be this is different. It's something new. That they this is the first time they've not had home court advantage when they're when it actually matters. That's true. That's a good point. We'll see how much it matters, and I just hope you're right again. I I would gladly. I hope I am if, too. <laughs> if the Nuggets win the series, I will buy you another ten dollar Crumble gift card. I won't even make you. I won't even say you have to buy me one. This is a one sided bet that only you could benefit from. That's how. That's right. how bad I, I hope you it. are right. <laughs> it's just a weird, like it's a weird matchup. Like yeah, the, the both teams are so even to me. I just don't see that. I don't know how you and Matt Moore. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I just don't know how the Nuggets have enough firepower. But all right, we'll see. To be that, fair, to be fair, Matt Moore was wrong the, in round one. He did was, choose the Blazers. We were we were on opposite ends, Matt Moore and I, yeah. <laughs> and now we're we agree. So I don't know if uh, if that's the best, but I don't know. It's just a weird matchup for both teams. Well, yeah, and nobody should listen to me because I'm wrong more often than not when it comes to the Nuggets. Apparently, very true. So. Um, every playoff series, I've been pretty much wrong, except for the San Antonio one. I got that one right. Boom. <laughs> Suck it, Spurs. Outside of that, I'm <laughs> not hitting very well. 
I'm like one of six, so not doing very good. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Um, Brandon made it through. Look at that. I think you even made it longer than you thought you could. We we did yeah. essentially a normal podcast. I mean, I'm, I'm muting every time you're talking and coughing. And <laughs> He's just dying over there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm having a hard time swollen. breathing through my nose right now, so talking is really difficult. <laughs> You're losing oxygen to your brain every time you speak. Maybe that's why, and maybe that's why I'm picking the nuggets. Yeah, I'm maybe. losing it. Maybe, yeah. Slowly, each each word you speak, you're losing oxygen because you're not breathing. <laughs> that is hilarious. All right, that's gonna do it for us today. Um, for Brandon Stowell on the other side, I'm Stephen Bridge Jr. This has been the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast. <laughs>